Now, the making of a good compilation tape is a very subtle art. Are you ready? Yes. No, babe, are you ready? Do you know what a cassette is? Play it. Don't you want to hear what's next? I don't hear any music. I made that tape special for today. So, music? A show where we basically create a mixtape for you, like we did in the 90s. I just, I thought this tape was going to be a conversation stimulator. Cassette, cassette, cassette. Welcome to the mixtape. Every week we are serving up an hour-long mixtape. 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 90.3 KRNU, welcome to the mixtape. Every week we have a new mixtape for you, 12 o'clock at 90.3 KRNU on your FM dial, as we would say in the 70s, or krnu.unl.edu. On Twitter, at the mixtape KRNU, you will find our Spotify playlist that has all of our breaks and the songs and everything put together as a nice little show for you on the go. Today, we're going to do something a little bit different. I had the pleasure of talking to a colleague of mine, from back in my blaze days, Skin Man, who was also a colleague at 89.7 The River. He and I had a long conversation about interviewing bands and the best experiences interviewing bands and the worst experiences interviewing bands. So today you'll get to hear some of our conversation and then songs from the bands we talk about. Let's get it started. Tom Skinner, what should I call you? Uh, I go by Skin or Skin Man on the radio. Uh, I've been in the broadcasting business for 25 plus years. I started when I was two, so. Well, um, yeah, Tom, right? give me the resume. You worked at The Blaze. Uh, worked in Lincoln me. at The Blaze a couple of different times. I've worked in Omaha, a uh, very short stint at Z92, uh, K Rock a couple of different times, including the Ranch Bowl days. Then Ooh. it became 93.3 The Dam. I logged some time at KGOR, 89.7 The River now for almost, almost 10 years now. What? What? Get out of here. Say what? That's crazy. I know, right? It's hard to believe it'll be 10 years coming up here this fall. Oh, and didn't you do like a light rock thing? You did like a light AC. That was my first gig was uh, Soft 104.5 K-E-S-Y. So you've interviewed a lot of people because when you work at a radio station, you're on the air, you interview people. Yep. A lot of them have been done uh, over the phone uh, in advance of uh, upcoming shows, perhaps, or album releases. And then we've also done, you know, some live like backstage, different things like that. And most people would probably think that sounds really fun. Is it fun to interview bands, Tom? You know, it can be fun. It depends kind of on the interview subject. Um, Some of these guys and gals are more talkative than others. Some of them maybe aren't feeling that well that day. And then some of them are just, you know, miserable people. (laughs) (laughs) Are we talking about the miserable people today? Well, we can talk about both. I've, (laughs) I've met some real miserable people that were like just not into it. And then there are some people who are so engaging, it's it's like, hey, how's it going? And you're off and running. Memorable interviews. When you think about bands that were just, it's the first thing that pops into your head, that one time when I interviewed. Uh, well, I've had a chance to interview uh, Metallica, Kirk Hammett from Metallica, more specific, <laughs> three different times. I never get anyone else. It's always Kirk. Hey, what's up? It's Kirk. Oh, hey, Kirk. How you doing again? Uh, uh, and probably the most memorable time with that was in person uh, backstage at the Cow Palace in San Francisco. Uh, They sent me as a chaperone with a winner and a guest to uh, a rehearsal show. The band had it all set up in the round and was full pyro. A couple of times, Kirk wasn't sure where he was supposed to be, so he just jumped off the stage because he got all that pyro going on. You don't want to be in the wrong spot. Uh, but they set you that up. You say that like Metallica's ever experienced being in the wrong spot with Yeah, pyro. well, yeah, James have a couple <laughs> things to say about that. But the, uh, the station at the time had a big contest. You could win a trip to go to this rehearsal show. For some reason, they thought it would be a good idea to send along a chaperone <laughs> who was me. And I will tell you, at this point, Casey, still to this day, I have no idea who the winner was. <laughs> <laughs> we were on the same plane, I guess, leaving Omaha, but... That was really cool because uh, we were walking back and the guy has four of us because there's lots of radio people there at this. And he's like, okay, um, James, Lars, uh, Robert, and Kirk. And he points to me and I'm like, all right, that Kirk. <laughs> and I had uh, a chance to discuss things with him uh, in his dressing room. There's his big dressing case, you know, full of guitar picks and clothes and things like that. And uh, so that was really cool. I've done a phone interview with him uh, a couple of other times as well. And is he engaging? Is he a storyteller? Uh, yeah, he's a super nice guy. He's a really humble guy. Um, he was more than willing to share about uh, things that uh, he was passionate about. He's a big 
uh, movie poster collector, like all those old horror films. That's the thing. When you interview these people, you just got to kind of find out what makes them tick and what they're interested in besides the band. They're obviously going to promote the band, promote the album, promote the show. That's what they're there for. That's how they get paid. But you're like, so tell me about the movie poster. Oh, well, yeah, you know, and it just lights right up. And then he really goes. What's your favorite Metallica song? I don't know. See, that's the thing. Keep it under 11 minutes, please. Welcome home. Sanitarium. We'll have more with Skin Man after this. It's Metallica. Welcome home. Sanitarium. On the mixtape. 90.3 KRNU.
80.3 KRNU, it's the mixtape, and this week we are talking to Skin Man about all of the band interviews he's done, and he's done plenty, and we wanted to talk a little bit about the most embarrassing or awkward stories a band has ever told him. So let's get back to that interview with Skin Man on the mixtape. More uncomfortable or awkward situations, Hollywood Undead with uh, one of the River Riot shows at West Fair from backstage uh, interview where uh, Johnny Three Tears was telling me about how he... He wasn't down with the restroom facilities or, or even the porta potties. So he's just explaining to me uh, back behind that tree over there is where he went. And <laughs> what are you supposed to say to that? <laughs> was this on the air? This was on the air. Oh, yeah, okay. For sure. Yeah, I'm like, all right. Thanks for that update. <laughs> what do you do? Well, I mean, um, what do you say to that? Like, okay. All right, man. Well, it's good to know that you're not afraid to go out in the trees and get back to nature. <laughs> So, yeah, this is one of those things. That Johnny like, Three Tears is like a real survivor man. I guess. It's one of those things I'm sure they're like, wow, I'm going to tell that poop story on the air. Watch. Let's see what happens. See what the guy does. I'm like, whatever, man. That's your story. You can own that. Johnny Three Tears and the rest of Hollywood Undead on 90.3 KRNU, the mixtape.
93.3 KRNU, welcome back to the mixtape. A little different format this week. We are talking to my friend Tom Skinner, Skin Man, who has been in rock radio for a very long time, and we're discussing bands or artists who he has interviewed. The good, the bad, the ugly. And now we make it to some of the ugly. Here's more of my conversation with Tom. Can you think of uh, an interview where the person just had... It was a fine interview, but they were just kind of a, a diva. Um, yeah, you're going to find that uh, like with Marilyn Manson. Mm. In fact, I didn't do any of the uh, meet and greet on the bus because he did it on his bus. So it was like one at a time. So our uh, promotions girl, Stephanie, she wound up doing it. But as far as demands go, yeah, it was cold that night. And it was uh, Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson. And Manson wanted to cancel the show. He didn't want to play. It's just a dick. <laughs> Sorry. Can you say that on the radio? <laughs> we can bleep it. He was, uh, he was a miserable person. He is not a Marilyn Manson was not a happy man that yeah, day. You know, and this more is Manson not, than Marilyn. This is not 1997 Marilyn Manson. This is just a couple of years ago. It's like, come on, bro. Right. Be These glad anyone still wants to, come to see and this. See you. Yes. Yeah. More of my conversation with Skin Man in just a moment. Here's beautiful people. It's Marilyn Manson on the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU.
80.3 KRNU. Welcome back to The Fix Tape. This week's episode is just a little different. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine named Skin Man, who is on the radio at 89.7 The River, but has been on K-Rock and The Blaze and a bunch of rock radio stations that are just awesome in this area. And we were talking about interviewing bands. So I recorded our conversation about his experiences interviewing lots of rock bands, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So here's more of my conversation with Skin Man on the mixtape. There was one with Josie Scott and Saliva years ago when he was still in the band, then he was out of the band. Now I guess he's back. Uh, they were playing down in Lincoln and uh, he and the band came in to the studio and everything was fine with that. Josie was an engaging guy until we got to the end of the interview where I said, all right, Josie Scott, the band Saliva tonight at whatever the venue was. Guy, you know, anything else you want to say to the people? And Josie said, yeah, bring drugs. Oh no. <laughs> and I went, like, okay. I had the look. Like Mike Myers did when uh, Kanye made that comment about George Bush when they were doing the Katrina relief. (laughs) Okay, yeah. So, show's tonight at 8 o'clock. So, I was like, thanks, Josie. Thanks a lot. Josie Scott and Saliva. It's ladies and gentlemen on the mixtape band interviews on 90.3 KRNU.
90.3 KRNU. Welcome back to the mixtape. This week's mixtape is a conversation that took place between myself and Skin Man about interviewing bands when you work for a radio station and all of the crazy things that happen, the crazy places you interview them, the good interviews, the guys who don't really want to be there, and everything in between. Here's more of my interview with Skin Man on the mixtape. One of the very first, you know, name brand bands I think I did would have been at the Ranch Bowl at K-Rock when Collective Soul was exploding with Shine. Love Collective The Brothers Soul. Roland came through, played a show outdoors, I think, in the sand. The Brothers Roland. Yes. Hailing from Georgia, The I Georgia believe. Brothers Roland with their pals from Collective Soul. So they came in the studio uh, back uh, in the uh, back area there, and I did one with them. But we had other bands come through. I mean, you know, Matt would book just anybody to fill the week and... Hand out eight pairs of tickets. <laughs> Get them in there to spend some money. Yeah. Yeah, there were some what? incredible shows there. The Smithereens Outdoors. I mean, I saw the Cult there once, and this was in the early 2000s. It was stand. I mean, you're, people were outside. The fire marshal could have easily shut that down if he wanted to. <laughs> yeah. But, I got um, to talk to KMFDM outside the Ranch Bowl, and they're wearing, yeah. like, full leather, and we're standing on a sand volleyball court. I didn't formally interview them, <laughs> but I was there for a radio station thing, so I was just chatting with them. Like, we're just standing there. They're just being very European in full leather <laughs> on a sand volleyball court in yes. July in Nebraska. You're like, so um, are you in the 930 league or what's yeah. what's the deal there? Yeah. More of my interview with Skin Man in just a second. But for now, KMFDM, it's Juke Joint Jezebel on the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU.
90.3 KRNU, welcome back to the mixtape. It's a very special mixtape this week. I was joined by my friend Skin Man for a long conversation about interviewing people. When you're on the radio, you interview lots of bands. So he talked to me a little bit about his career, who he's interviewed, the good ones, the bad ones, and the embarrassing ones. So let's get back to more of my conversation with Skin Man. Um, tell me about someone you interviewed that you just fanboyed. Well, I, I, I fanned a little bit with Kirk, talking about his guitars and stuff, but uh, another one would have probably been Dave Mustaine from Megadeth, because I really like Megadeth. And um, I try not to fanboy too hard, but I was you know, asking him questions, and, and it kind of just got away from me a little bit at times. I'm like, oh, I love the riff. I do this, all that. Oh, you guys are great. Oh, yeah, you know. And then uh, got done with the interview, though. Uh, and I will say, after we got done, I'm like, all right, thanks for you know, taking the time with us today. You know, and we're recording the whole thing. And I said, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's, uh, 106.3 The Blaze, I think, at the time. And got done. He goes, damn, dude, smooth. I'm like, yes. Dave Mustaine just thought I was a smooth interviewer. Yes. Smooth. Megadeth with the very complimentary Dave Mustaine. This is Symphony of Destruction on the mixtape. Band interviews on 90.3 KRNU. Like the pie. 
Every Sunday, we have a new mixtape for you. You can get it 90.3 KRNU, of course, krnu.unl.edu, or at the mixtape KRNU on Twitter. You can find our Spotify playlist. This week's episode is a little different. I talked to my friend Tom Skinner at length about interviewing bands when they go out on tour the best ones, the worst ones, the weirdest ones. So here's more of my conversation with Tom Skinner, or Skin Man, on 90.3 KRNU, the mixtape. As far as engaging people goes, I'd say Corey Taylor of Stone Sour and Slipknot. I had him on once at West Fair when I did a bunch of bunch of interviews back to back to back basically for a thing. And it was like Sophia's like, okay, don't ask him about Slipknot. Oh, sure. Because, because this was years Stone ago. Sour. This was years ago when Slipknot wasn't really doing anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm like, Sophia, you can trust me, you know, to not do that. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, so Stone Sour's here today. That's great. What about Slipknot? Tell you me know? all about your old yeah. band. Tell me about the old band and how you're all yelling at each other and hate each other right now. Let's talk about that. You're not going to do that. He's like, here, promote this record and this tour. So, But he couldn't have been a nicer guy. And it was one of those where you're like, Corey, what's going on? Well, I'll tell you what. Blah, 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 and just off he went. He could hardly get in to ask him any questions about it. <laughs> and on his own during 
the interview, he brought up. He just referred to him then as you know, the other band. Right. Um, but, you know, he was talking about Stone Sour mostly. And then he said, you know, we're, we're, we're taking a break. You know, we have the, you know, the other band. He didn't mention it himself. He didn't need to, you know. I remember talking to Corey at a Stone Sour show at the Royal Grove. And he was, ve- I mean, he was just sitting there, just sitting out in the crowd. It was after the show, but it wasn't any private thing. They just came out and he was sitting right next to the bar, just at one of those tables with the kind of greasy, weird, rolly chairs. And he was just sitting there chatting to people. Like you're you're in Slipknot, you know that, right? <laughs> yeah, I know Are that. You, you know I know that. it. You know it. These guys know it. Okay. I'll tell you though. Uh, you mentioned and asked about dopest bus. I didn't go on the bus, but I was out there by the bus. It would have been Vinnie Paul and Hell Yeah a couple years ago. Oh, was that when they brought the barbecue? They barbecue. Woo! <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> they were playing um, with Five Finger Death Punch. I think was playing late that night. The headliner. So Hell Yeah played before it even gotten dark. And their bus was set up right there backstage with all the rest of them. And so after they were done, they wandered off stage into the bus for a few minutes. And then all of a sudden, the little, the little tent goes up outside the bus. And here's all these tables getting set up. And then the charcoal and the grill gets fired up. <clears throat> Cafe lights strung around, but they're like chili peppers and jalapenos, you know. <laughs> and then they got the music on. And so they're out there cooking. And we just left them alone. And they're making their own burgers and hot dogs. They're like screw catering. We don't know any of that. We're doing our own thing. And they're back there blasting like Led Zeppelin. Uh-huh. And Five Finger Death Punch is on. And they're, they're playing. And the song ends. And you hear the crowd go off. And then, it, and then, and then you can hear it play this day. And Ivan's like, what the F is going on back there? It's Vinnie Paul having a barbecue. Don't bother him. He doesn't care that you're on stage. Right. He already did his job. He did for his today. set. He's done. And now he's done. He's you can a hear his music in between your songs because he's blasting it so loud back there. <laughs> we'll have more with Skin Man in just a minute. Here's Hell Yeah, Moth on 90.3 KRNU, the mixtape. Been cast out, sequestered, pushed the f around, blindsided, beaten, locked up and bound. I was thought I was human, but maybe I was wrong. Been treated like an animal since the day I was born. The wolves that I wear, like the crown upon a king, so heavy they lie with all the pain that they bring. My life is full of longing, but for one I'll never know.
KRNU, welcome back to the mixtape. This episode, all about interviews that we have done. Radio people interview bands all the time. Some of them are great, and some of them uh, turn out poorly. So here's more of my conversation with Skin Man about interviewing bands. Okay, tell me about another person who maybe was not a great interview. Who was not a great interview. It will go down still to this day. uh, The leader in the clubhouse after 24 four years Glenn Danzig oh no oh no I know and people are bummed when they hear me say that now here's the thing I mentioned before could have been having a tough day they're just human hard to say right you know they've got problems like a lot of people that you just don't know about you know and by all other accounts uh, I've seen and read and heard from people that you know He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. When he's on the nationally syndicated show Full Metal Jackie, he and Jackie are buds. <laughs> but when we were backstage. When he's on the Tom show. Well, we were. this was another one that was set up to do backstage. It was going to be at Pershing Center. This was back in like 1996 with the original OzFest tour. Showed up. Uh, tour dates were like Chicago and Dallas and St. Louis and then Lincoln. We're all like, what is going on? We'll Why are they it. coming here? But it was uh, Ozzy, Glenn Danzig. Sepultura and Biohazard. Okay. There was just four bands. Yeah. It was the very first one. And so they had this all set up. And uh, of course, you know, our old friend Sparky, who's mm. like the biggest Misfits dancing guy I know. Yes. Yet here I am, the new guy. I'd been there for not even a year. The night guy doing the interview with Danzig. I'm like, but why, why isn't he? I, I mean, I know who Glenn is. I know he's in the Misfits. I know he's been doing solo stuff for years. He's a big horror guy. I will say this. If it was a crappy interview, I'm glad Sparky didn't do it. Well, it wasn't, you know, again, circumstances dictate how it goes. And what happened was we were supposed to do it with a portable remote Marty units. The Marty unit is like a mini radio broadcasting system where you send your little signal to the regular radio station and then it goes out for broadcast. And when it's hooked up with power, it works fantastically. This one was set up with a base unit backstage, and then we were going to go on the bus and do this thing. It looked like one of those old VHS decks from like the 70s, <laughs> like the size of a suitcase. And we're trying to get it to work, and we're on the bus, and it, it, uh, yeah, can you hear it now? No, nothing, no, nothing, no, nothing, no, nothing. Of course, now Glenn is becoming more and more visibly irritated by the fact that we can't get this to work. Mm-hmm. And we get to a certain point, we just scratch it. So it's been probably 10 or 15 minutes. So Sparky took the time to type up a couple of things because you always like to get the band liners, you know, when bands come to town. Hey, this is Glenn Danzig. Hey, what's up? It's Glenn Danzig, and you're listening to, you know, Sparky on 106.3 The Blaze. So 
a lot of times you tell the band, here's what I want you to say, and none of them can ever remember it. <laughs> hey, what's up? This is Glenn. Wait, 89, what? It's 89 points. No, wait. All right. Hold on. I'll try it again. Hold it. So Sparky is like, I'll just type this thing out, and then you can't jack it up. So rather than put, hey, it's blank, and you're listening to, Sparky had written the whole thing out. Oh, no. And so Glenn looks at the paper and says, hey, what's up? This is Glenn Danzig. And you're like, what? Like, I don't own my own effing name. <laughs> Obviously, he was upset by the fact that our interview did not go off well. But, you know, Sparky. And, of course, Sparky loves Glenn Danzig. Oh, I just saw something online. He ordered, like, three more Misfit shirts that got delivered, like, yesterday. <laughs> so he was crushed. Oh. And we got the liners, and we left. And we went back in to retrieve our uh, gear that was inside the venue. And up against the outlet was this great big road case that had been pushed up against the wall plug and knocked it out. No. Oh, no. So somebody, I mean, they didn't sabotage us on purpose, but they knocked the plug out of the wall. So we had no power. So that's why it never worked. <laughs> I appreciate you telling me all about your interview stuff. Yeah, all no problem. Your, the heydays. Yeah, there's there's been a few heydays, there's I haze. suppose. There was, haze and days. There were some days, that's for sure. <laughs> some are easier to remember than others. <laughs> Next week, we'll have a new episode of The Mixtape. Talk to you then. Your living room, cashing in the bill of rights. Human army surplus or refusing.